Welcome to the RPG After Years, your weekly show covering all things RPGs from the past, present, and future. This is episode 94. I'm Scott. And I'm Rich. Today we're going to be taking a look back at what the year of 2021 brought to the world of RPGs. We'll be covering major game releases, significant news stories, and if we have time, taking a look ahead to 2022 for RPGs. give us some breathing room to make sure we have time to cover everything we're going to skip our normal catch up and news segments today before we jump into the main topic of discussion we do need to do some quick show updates okay the rpg club today is actually the kickoff of the new the newest rpg club game and i think i looked back and we haven't actually even announced this on the show because you know we took a couple weeks break there um so rich what uh what is the winning game and i am so excited chrono trigger yay yay uh, <laughs> it's the legendary game <laughs> yeah so uh chrono trigger is like the maybe the big not the biggest rpg release ever but it's one of the most legendary famous rpgs ever made mm-hmm. anytime the topic comes up like what is the best rpg ever chrono trigger is always in that discussion I don't know why. I don't know. We don't <laughs> you know? know yet, Scott. We don't understand. We don't know yet because we haven't played it. So Wait, we don't know. I'm you kidding. have played? Have you not played yes, it? Yes, I have. Okay, yes, I was about have. to say. <laughs> I have. I have. Yeah, uh, I have too. Jeez. Uh, uh, so that was nominated by JS. So congrats, JS. And uh, it received two more votes than any other game. There was several others under it that were, it was like a six-way tie for second place. Um, so how do you feel, feel about like Chrono winning? never going to win. Um, I'm actually pretty excited for this because um, it is such a legendary game um, in the RPG category, uh, in the genre. So what I'm really interested to see is what it stands up to in the test of time. Um, Obviously, this game is like what? Test of time? Yeah, test of time. Hint, Time travel. Yeah. (laughs) Get it. But, you know, this game's been out for how long? Like 30 years? Something like that. It's crazy long. Um, So I played it before, too. I beat it uh, when I was in college at one point. I played it on the Wii virtual console i believe it was um i liked it a lot like it, it was a really good game but i've always thought it's a little overrated personally um but that I could see. be because i didn't play it until i was an adult already so yeah that's true i played it like five years ago yeah um so yeah the rpg club that is a segment we do on this show every other week where we cover um it's like a book club for rpgs we along with the community all play along at the same time um and yeah so what's the checkpoint? So the checkpoint is reach the end of time, which is not the end of the game, but it's the end of time. Um, that is due January 23rd. Woo-hoo. It's going to be a good time. Absolutely. Um, I myself was a little disappointed that Chrono Trigger won just because it is one of the few games I've already played. And it's also so retro that uh, uh, it's not something I think Corey would enjoy. So... Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to have to stream it, take up stream time. And it's just, I, I would have rather played <laughs> all the other games on the list. But I am excited from the perspective of the show because it is such a huge uh, RPG. Legendary. You said JS. This is JS's game, right? Yep. Okay. You know, it's not saying we don't, we don't like his pick. It's just not on the list high 
high up on our list we want to complete. I just can't help but notice that, again, my game did not win. Well, wait, what did you nominate again? Oh, hell, I don't remember. Obviously, it wasn't a winner. Uh, um, oh, Star Ocean. Oh, yeah. I did well, a Star Ocean game. You can't make Star Ocean happen. Disa in the chat says it's a big game for the show. It can draw listeners. Yeah, that's why from the perspective of this podcast, the host of this podcast, I am excited about it. So Yes, yes. I, I, I applaud that. That is that is very true. But come on, can I win one time? I don't Never. care if I have to like rig the votes or something. Let's pull a 2020 or 2016 switcheroo thing, whatever. I maybe wanna... 2022 will be your year, Rich. I just maybe, please. I mean, <laughs> win. Uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, reach the end of time. That's due in two weeks, but as of this recording, January 23rd. Okay, RPGs are released. Usually we just do in the last week, but since we took that break, we're doing all of them since the last episode. Uh, Moon came to PS4 and PC on December 16th. Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade came to PC on the 16th as well via the Epic Game Store. Boo. Uh, mm-hmm. Record of Lodos War, Deedlit, and Wonder Labyrinth came to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Xbox One on the 16th. Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance came to the PC on the 17th. Uh, Demon Gaze Extra came to the PS4 and Switch on January 6th. Alder Forge entered early access on PC on the 7th. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise came to the PC on January 12th. I didn't even know that was happening. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mary Skelter 2. It's coming to PC on January 13th. Um, so, yeah. What about this week? So, this week has, uh, it's a very big list of Labyrinth Legend for the Switch on January 18th and Expeditions Rome PC January 20th. I know nothing about this stuff. Me either. We're great. Yep. Podcast yep. for RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it for all the updates. We are excited to dive into this legendary Chrono Trigger RPG with you guys. But for now, let's uh, get to the topic at hand. All right, so we figured it would be really cool to, to kick off this year by just taking a look back at all the RPGs that released in 2021. And so we're each going to take a few months just talking through all of these. Some of these I think we'll have more to say than others, obviously. Um, so we'll just get started here. On January 26th, Atelier Ryza 2, Lost Legends in the Secret Fairy, came out. You've never played an Atelier game, right, Rich? No, I have it on my Switch. I have one of them. I can't remember which one it is, but they're like a big following. Yeah, that's why I added it to this list is because I know a lot of people really like these Atelier games. But whenever I look at it, it just looks like Waifu Simulator. From yeah, that's what I'm I thought too. <laughs> which isn't a bad thing, I guess. I, I guess, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we don't have much to say about that. On January 28th, we got the, the Yakuza Remastered Collection, which I believe is Yakuza's 3, 4, and 5, maybe? Sure. Um, I want to play it's the game Yakuza you almost games. Made, yeah, you almost you had that one. Yeah. I tried to get Yakuza 0 to win the RPG Club, but uh, I, it didn't. It was one of the, the top. Actually, no. It only got three votes. So. Oh. It got more than mine, I think. <laughs> yeah you're just one of the the sort the extreme i think leaders. it's i think honestly i just need to start putting on mine nominations just like anonymous <laughs> so nobody knows it's me you think that's what's actually happening <laughs> yes i think it's our, our our people love you more than they love me it's okay that's true it. it's all right um also the yeah because the remastered collection is on sale right now i believe um it's nice like, it's like 12 dollars or 20 dollars or something like that so 
I don't know if that'll still be true when this episode releases to the public, but you may want to grab that. Uh, I think you might have more to say about this one. East 9, Monstrum Knox came uh, to North America on the PS4 on February 2nd. Did you ever try this one? Yes, I have it on the Switch. It's actually, um, let's see, I think it came out to PS4 first and then um, then came to Switch afterwards. It's not bad so far. It's I just haven't got too far into it. Um, I just tested it out and played around with it. Um, obviously, the uh, character, Adol, mm-hmm. I think this is his name, Adol, somebody, yeah. it, it's connected to the entire stories. Right. So it's the same character like over and over and over. Um, Adol has just, gone through some shit, apparently. Like, yeah. <laughs> give he the has. guy a break. Yeah. They um, keep referencing is like what he did in the past and everything else. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. How are you not dead? Yeah. So I, I will finish this game at some point. Like, that's my goal for 2022 is to like not pick up other games. Like, of course, I'm still buy Switch games, mm-hmm. but not play a new one until I finish one. So, or yeah, finish you do one jump around a lot, but then you like, instead of shotgun gaming like I do, you you just drop things. <laughs> yeah. Alas. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway. What I've heard, though, is that East 9 is kind of was kind of a disappointment for fans compared to East 8, which apparently was really good. I don't know how true that is. Uh, on February 5th, Neo 1 and 2 Remastered, the complete edition, came to PS5 and PC. Have you played a Neo game? I have not. Isn't uh, it kind of Dark Souls-ish? I think so. Yeah. Um, and then the guys that make the Neo games are also the ones uh, responsible for the Final Fantasy Origin Stranger of Paradise Chaos game. Uh, and apparently... Sure. Neo is good, so I think these developers being behind that game is what has some people excited for Stranger of Paradise. But we got more to say about that game uh, coming up later in the show. Yes. February 23rd, Persona 5 Strikers came to PS4, Switch, and PC. I actually played and beat this game. Uh, actually, it was I watched Corey beat it, technically. But uh, he's get, a big fan of Persona 5. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Corey was excited to play this. Uh, I'll say it felt like a really good extension of persona 5 it never quite quite reaches the same heights as persona 5 did story-wise but it is nice to get to spend a lot more um time with the cast of characters from p5 um because those are just some amazing characters and the way they play off each other is great kind of getting to see where their lives have gone yeah Um, and then it also plays more like an i would say like an action rpg version of persona than a buso warriors game so I thought it was pretty good, actually. Not the best, but... Yep. Uh, on February 26th, we got Bravely Default 2 on the Switch. I feel like there was a lot of hype surrounding this game, and then once it came out, like, you you are, you could hear a few people talking about it, but, like, just all conversation about it mostly died. Um, I, I am playing it. I, I mean, it's... I stopped playing it because I've, uh, I try to finish this other game first. That's one focus I'm on. Um... It's a long game. Yeah, I'm in chapter two, and I am twelve hours into it. Wow, how many chapters are there? I don't know. I think like seven. Wow, I'm gonna pull up how long to beat just to see how long the game really is. How... Yeah, I, I think it's like a Disa game. A Disa game. <laughs> I just can't do it. I'm trying. Uh, bravely default. There's a lot of these Bravely games now, and it'd help if I could type correctly. 
Okay. Regular default two. The main story is 50 hours. That's with no extra stuff. Jeez. Okay. So what am I doing? <laughs> Disa in the chat says, love Bravely Default 2 so much. Since I'm going to get 99 of every item, it's going to be something I play for ages to come. 90 hours, and she's in Chapter 3 now. Holy damn. Wow. Okay, okay. that's something. She is not the norm on these games when we play them. She is like, I could take a 12-hour game and switch, switch, uh, stretch it to like an 80-hour game. According to how long to beat, it takes 88 hours to complete it. So, oh, that's not true. Apparently, apparently not. Yeah, <laughs> they are liars. I know a lot of people are hoping for a bravely third at some point. They're more interested in what's what happened with the original cast and original story. So, and apparently, bravely second ended on a cliffhanger. So maybe we'll get some more bravely games. I, I think it sold well for Square, right? Um, the first one did. And let me tell you, the first one was is hard to find. It still like costs almost the same price as when it first released. Wow, I have it. I've got both of them. So, uh, and they're kind of hard to find. They were sold, if I remember correctly, sold in limited quantities. I guess they didn't release so because they weren't confident no, about its success. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what the driving force is behind it. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'd probably try to pick them up if I ever saw them in a store again, knowing how DS games are getting rare now. But that's how I did it. I ended up just, you know, as a GameStop, and then somebody brought one into trade, and yeah, I. Uh, they traded in. I came back after my shift and I just bought it. I was like, I dibs mine. <laughs> Good going. GG's. Yeah, 50 bucks, but yeah, dibs. On March 2nd, we got Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is technically just Yakuza 7. Um, this is, I've heard it's like a new like kickoff point for the series. Like you don't have to play zero through six. It's a new protagonist in seven, new story. Um, and I've heard it's really, really good. And it uses turn-based combat uh, akin to, more so to an actual RPG. Um, hmm. And I've, like, like I said, I've heard the game is great. I still want to play Zero through uh, Six first, though. I want to get that original story so I can appreciate any callbacks or references that happen. Yeah, you don't skip stories. You're like, if it's it's, it's like Yakuza 7, like, nope, got to go back to original. Got to yeah. play them first. <laughs> Another fun thing about Yakuza Like a Dragon is that the main character is a huge fan of Dragon Quest. So he talks about Dragon Quest all the time, and that's why he imagines battles is like turn-based so oh <laughs> interesting that's right? that's an, yeah i didn't realize that that's Especially since cool. it's not a square game um yeah. on march 16th we got kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning that came to switch i've never played an amalur game have you nope but i have it i bought it of course you do <laughs> right, uh, you'll so, play it one day right uh sure when i'm like 80 yep on march 18th we got a uh a, a fantastic game. Marvel's Avengers, PS5 and Xbox series. And I saw that you added a note on here onto our doc about this game. Just failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it failed hard. Uh, yeah, they lost money. They yeah. lost money on the sucker. It's a good thing that Final Fantasy VII Remake came out uh, not long before that, towards yeah. the end of last year or whenever it was, right? So, Yeah, uh, if not, it would have it would have really hurt them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I still, like I said, I've heard that the campaign is good. It's decent, though, so I wouldn't mind playing it at some point. It's just got so many other stuff to play. Hmm. And they're still adding DLC to this, too. Yeah. Well, what's really crazy is, like, you know, I I saw a collector's edition of this game, like a big big collector's edition, like Captain American statue and all this crazy stuff. It's like $200. Um, I was seeing it, and it was dropping in price. And I was waiting for it to get to the price of a rage of, of the game originally. And I was going to buy it, but somebody bought it. I was sad. Sad. 
Yeah, <laughs> well, it was there for like a year. Kind of like a bullet dodge thing, though, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it is what it is. On the 23rd, we got Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town. I've heard good things about these Story of Seasons games, but I myself have never really tried one. Um, I think they're supposed to be Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley-ish. But oh, nice. I, I, I don't have that one. I might buy that one. We'll see. On March 25th, we got Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, on Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. I'm assuming this was like a, a port uh, since, you know, Yakuza 7 came out before this. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and then, man, this I think this is the first one on this list, this next game. It was the first one that made me feel like, damn, this year has been on, going on forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Octopath Traveler came to Xbox Series and Xbox One on March 25th. I know if this was a re-release. It, it was already on the Switch, but uh, yeah, and, and this is when Xbox got it. And I think they have it. PlayStation doesn't have it yet either, do they? I don't know. Have I don't you think so. you played Octopath Traveler a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. And, I, and that's going to be I'm going to finish the game I'm playing now. I'm going to go finish uh, Bravely Default and then I'm going to go finish this one. That's on the list of track. OK, I've heard that this game is. Uh, it's supposed really, to be phenomenal, really hard to beat. Like the final, oh, good. final boss is incredibly difficult. So. Awesome. It may take you a bit to get through. Great. Uh, yeah. And it, this game, the success of this game is also seeming to inspire uh, Square to do more HD 2D things. You know, we got the uh, the Dragon Quest Pix, uh, H 2.5D, whatever they call it, coming out. Yeah. Um, well, Project it, Triangle it Strategy. Yeah, there's that one. The FF6 um, remaster. I've seen some HD 2D things in. Well, it was crazy. It's like we have all these like high, powerful graphic games and blah, blah, blah. But everybody's like, you know, I really like this Octopath Traveler one. Like, yeah. I like these old school stuff. Like, us as the RPG community, we we don't mind super flashy stuff. But there's something about the nostalgia factor yeah. that really plays to us. For sure. So. Mm. On March 26th, we got Monster Hunter Rise. Have you played this one? Yes, I have. It's okay. not bad. I, it's actually, it's kind of cartoony and stuff. Like, I, I will finish that one hopefully this year um i got a good amount of time in it but it's it's fun i think this it's, whole it's like pokemon just a list of games that uh you started and never finished <laughs> i will not confirm or deny that yeah but it's probably true i'm more interested in the monster hunter stories game yeah. that came out later in the year i think uh that looks more at my my lane more traditional rpg ish and i think yeah. Corey would like it too yeah this one was okay it, it's more the sense of the actual uh, Monster Hunter games, but the Monster Hunter stories, I like that one more. Yeah. And, and they're still coming out with DLC expansions to this as well, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sunbreaker. I think this was called. Yeah. And that's this year. Okay. On March 30th, uh, a big thing happened, kind of. The, king, the oh, entire God. Kingdom Hearts series came to PC, of course, via the Epic Game Store, which is kind of a downer, but uh, it's there. Sure. Just let Square <laughs> Enix keep sucking that cock. Yeah, the uh, Epic Games. Games. Yeah, um, whatever, whatever. But I mean, <laughs> I have the Epic Games Store. I mean, there's it's, there's really nothing bad about it, other than it's owned by you know EA or whatever. Uh, yeah, those those jackholes. It's just another version of Steam, basically. Uh, but yeah, and then finally on for the March on the thirtieth, Disco Elysium, the final cut, came to PS5, PS4, PC, and Stadia. And I've heard that this game is really, really good as well. It won some awards back in the year it originally released. Yeah. Uh, this was actually nominated by Lauren, 
for yep. the RPG club. It was, and uh, I voted for it because I thought it looked kind of interesting. Yeah, it was part of the six-way tie for second place. Um, so the, I love it. some of us didn't want to play it. And I wouldn't be surprised if one day it did win an RPG club. Yeah, yeah. it might be kind of fun. So let's kind of talk about some more, uh, some more here. So we've got Outriders, which is PS5, PS4, Xbox S, Xbox One, PC on April 1st. Um, this was Square Enix's call to destiny, in a sense. Um, I played it. It was okay. It was buggy as hell. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people were playing this right when it came out, and it like quickly just bombed. Yeah, it, it it was one of like the fewer PS5 games that was released. So that's why people were like, oh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And, you know, we we're playing it. It was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Eh. Um, so. Yeah, uh, I don't think it got. The, I know it's still around, but I don't think it got the traction that Square was necessarily hoping for. Womp no. Womp. Yeah, well, it happens. Yeah. Stick to your lane. All right. So <laughs> Fantasian Part 1, which is Apple Arcade, April 2nd. Um, this was made by the father of Final Fantasy, wasn't it? The Gooch. The Gooch, yep. The Gooch made it. So it, it had to be good. Now, there, I've heard there's talks about it being released as a final part, like a big one, but maybe like on consoles. I heard. That would be amazing. It's it's yeah. so weird that it, I guess Apple gave them a lot of money, but it's weird that they chose to make an Apple Store exclu- or Apple Arcade exclusive. Yeah, it's stupid. Apple. Um, and I, I also know Apple, but... that the well, what I heard, though, is that Fantasian Part 1 is actually pretty dang good. I've heard part two. I've heard a little bit more mixed perception about that one, but I think Fantasian is a game that I definitely, if it ever does come to PC or console or whatever, I would definitely give it a look. See, yeah, I think I think that's fair. We should definitely do that. Um, so, The Legend of Heroes: uh, Trials of Cold Steel, four, Switch, PC, Stadia, April 9th. I always get the Roman numerals mixed up. <laughs> I have to look at it really hard. No can. I can read. I can read good. Um, so I had this one. I bought it. It's on Switch, naturally. Is this the um, one that you've, you're, you've been in the middle of playing, or is that a different one? Oh, middle of playing? I've been like, it's super, super long. So, no, I have not been. I played a little bit of it. Which Trails um, game are you currently playing? The third. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So you'll get there eventually. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm like 80. Um, uh, you would you would make me read this one, wouldn't you? Of course. <laughs> Saga Frontier Remastered, PS4, Switch, Mobile PC, April 15th. This one's for you, Dista. <laughs> so. uh, for those that haven't been listening to the show for for a long time, back before I was even a host, uh, Bill and Rich were playing through Saga Frontier as one of the, the Golden Years list games. and Freaking hated it. Yeah, Rich really hated it. So we like to make uh, torture Rich about the Saga games Ugh. at this point. God, I've never had a game so much that I've hated in my entire life. It's just Saga is one of those. What's the uh, Saga? Should, oh, God, I hear I hear his voice in my head. <laughs> Final um, Fantasy okay. Legend. Uh, Dita yeah, says, totally. put in another 100 hours into finishing all scenarios. You can do it. No. <laughs> okay. Um, let's just move on. It's hurting. Um, Ulterior, uh, Mysterious, Altilier, Mysterious Trilogy Deluxe Pack. Holy crap, that's a mouthful. Um, is that the... That's three games, I guess. Yeah. So uh, PS4 Switch. games on it. Yeah. Uh, I think those came out on digital, so there's no physical copy of those. Um, though it was April 22nd. 
uh, near replicant version 1.22474487139 uh, PS4 Xbox One PC April 23rd. Yeah. Did you play that one? Uh, no, I want to though. I do own it. Okay. Uh, okay. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets nominated one day for RPG Club. And yeah, I'm uh, sure it will. I've heard that this is a good game, especially. I mean, it's it's a little different from Automata, but you know, it's the prequel or the original game or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely pl- eventually one day play it. Nice. Uh, Judgment. I think this is a Yakuza spinoff, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Uh, PS5, Xbox S, Stadia, April 23rd. Um, I feel like that's something that you might give a whirl. On. One day. I, I got to get to the main series. I've heard Judgment's really good, though. So. Isn't there a next one called Lost Judgment? Yeah. Is that already out? I think it's already. Yeah. yeah I think it came out not that long ago. Yeah. Um, what I've heard, though, is that Lost Judgment is a little bit of a letdown in comparison to the original. I don't know if that's Ooh. true, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2, Xbox One. I've heard that the Dragon Quest already? Builders games are really good. Um, another like kind of Dragon Quest mixed with Minecraft, but I, I heard the stories are good, and uh, some of them are better than some of the mainline games. Yeah. I've just never been a big Dragon Quest player, so I don't know too much about them. Me either. So. I do want to play DQ11 eventually one day, just because I feel like as an RPG podcast host, not having played a, uh, a Dragon Quest game is like a cardinal sin. But yeah. Well, I mean, 11 supposed to be really good. That's what I've heard. Bill hates it, yeah. but we know how Bill's taste is. Yeah, he likes Star Ocean or Fantasy Star. And Saga. And Saga. Well, yeah, that should disqualify him immensely. Um, okay, so Beholder's Gate, Dark Alliance, the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, May 7th. Now, this one is a very important one for us. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, PS4, Xbox One, PC, May 14th. As you all well know, the last RPG club was Mass Effect 1. And I think both of us used the Legendary Edition to play it. Yeah. And uh, from what I, I mean, we did a whole review of it. That was the last episode. And uh, the development history, from what I from what I could tell, it seemed like the Legendary Edition was a really good remaster for the most part. Yeah. Other than losing Fixed that one stuff. DLC episode in the first game. Yeah. Yeah um metopia switched may 21 i don't know about this one so metopia is um it's a nintendo first party game um where basically you send your mies on an rpg quest and a bunch of like cute shit happens it has turn-based battles i played the demo on stream Uh and uh it was fun but i could see it getting really old and repetitive really quick i was not convinced to buy it or continue playing or anything by playing the demo but i know some people really like it so yeah i if it's too this is my issue here if it's too cutesy things it just kind of makes me not want to play it i i need some grit i need some some drama yeah i mean it's so cool to be my, able to like throw RPGs. your your me's and your actual friends that you know in real life into into a scenario like this but i just it wasn't for me could we do that you yeah. me and bill going on an adventure <laughs> sure let's do it we just that's we'll what just this podcast is bill as yeah we'll just use bill as bait oh that's a zombie apocalypse never mind yeah that's what we do we use him as bait okay so uh next one is shin megami tensei 3 nocturne hd remaster ps4 switch pc may 25th um i own this one um i booted it up a little bit just to test it out and see what it is mm-hmm. my understanding is these shin megami tensei games are stupid hard yeah I've heard that the fifth one that we'll talk about later, um, 
eased back on that a little bit in comparison to the rest of the series, but that's all yeah. I've heard about the Nocturne HD as well, is that it's just really fucking hard. Yeah. So if you want to, you know, be upset all the time and angry, sure, give that a whirl. Um, I may try that. We'll I've see. heard it was a good remaster, though, for what it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis, Xbox S, uh, Xbox One, and PC, June 9th. I have this on my PC. Um, I'm not booted it up. Now, I, I give Fantasy Star a hard time like the older games, but I remember playing, you know, back in the day, the Fantasy Star Online stuff um, on my Xbox 360, and it wasn't bad. It just kind of, it was their attempt at an MMORPG. So we'll see. I hear okay things, but I also hear that they've got a lot of implementations of gotcha oh, systems. Really? I didn't so, know that. See, what I heard is it's, I, it's I really read. damn good. Like, this was a really good release. It's an MMO, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I believe it is. So, But the thing is, though, like, the first part of it is is good, but then you get into the in-game stuff, it's a lot of the gotcha stuff. Mm. That's unfortunate. So maybe. I, I may have to look at it a little bit more, but that's something I, I do want to try because, you know, I can't get into 14. We'll talk <laughs> about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, next one is Final Fantasy VII Remake integrate ps5 this is one that yuffie's uh dlc was launched in um i think yep. you had just finished yuffie's dlc well i just finished yuffie's dlc on hard mode i played it back when it originally came out on normal mode um it's really good i i'm not i think i don't really like the writing in episode yuffie uh i feel like the characters act a lot more anime-ish i think part of that is just because yuffie is kind of like more of a goofier character but uh the ending was pretty good it provides us a lot more fuel for the fire of the speculation of what's going on in the seven yeah. next story um and the gameplay was really good playing as yuffie is really fun um yeah but yeah so i think for the material lockdown this year which launches on march i'm going to be i'm not committing to anything yet but i'm going to try streaming the ps5 version of ff7 Ooh. remake uh and do a material lockdown for it nice because um, i still want to see how since I haven't played the PS5 version of the, of the main campaign, uh, I haven't seen like how much they improved it and how pretty it is now. Because the even on the PS4, the game was beautiful, other than you know some of the slum areas with bad textures. But I I booted it up on PS5 and holy crap, it looks awesome. Man, I can't wait then. Yeah. So the next one is Legend of Mana PS4 Switch PC June 24th. That's just a remaster of that game um, that you can get. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a remake, right? Is it a remake? No, it's a remaster. Not a remake. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's Trials of Mana, I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet Nexus, PS5, Xbox, uh, PS5, PS4, Xbox S, Xbox One, PC, 25th. That's another one that's nominated good. for the RPG Club. I hear it's good. It really so, reminds me of Astral Chain, which was also a good game. So I expect that it, at some point one day, even if it doesn't win the RPG Club, I'll be playing that one with Corey. I know. Uh, Speaking of it, our friend Jay beat look, it, I believe. Our old podcasting yes. co-host. Yeah, he did. Um, I, speaking of Astral Chain, I was able to finally snag that thing on sale, like half off. Oh, really? And you haven't started it yet, on sale. No, I haven't. I've I booted it up for like a quick second. Yeah, the, the story's that's why I bought it because but it's fun me. and short. So, oh, nice. Uh, Disgaea Six: Defiance of Destiny, Switch, June 29th. That's a game that I have not picked up yet. I have not bought because it's not on sale. I haven't really so heard much wait. about it. I think I know Colin played through it, but uh, I'm sure Bill will. Listeners will know that uh, Bill and I played and beat Disgaea one earlier this year, and we were 
neither of which were big fans. So I have no desire to ever play another disc guy again, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> nice. Uh, so this one next, this next game actually is, is, is kind of fun. Um, it's definitely like got the Pokemon feel to it. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin. I, I recommend it. It's switched PC June 9th or July 9th. Sorry. Yeah. So um, you should try it. Yeah. I, I watched some people play this on Twitch and it looks really cool and really fun. And like maybe something that would be right up Corey's alley. So, yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised if I do end up playing that one day. I need to make a note to add that to my list of potential games to play with Corey. I keep forgetting to. Yeah. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD Switch, July 16th. It's a Zelda game. Yeah, I own this. I have not played it. I expect we will eventually. I don't know. It's just it hasn't been long enough since I played Skyward Sword that I was I felt the itch to like go back immediately and jump back into it. But yeah. uh, it's a good game. I never had a problem with the motion controls. It seems like the remaster added some nice quality of life things. And in my opinion, Skyward Sword has the best story a Zelda has ever done. Uh, not that Zelda stories are, you know, huge, you know, Nobel Prize winning Pulitzer shit, but <laughs> I'll, I'll let you, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll trust you. I'll trust yep. you on that because I don't play Zelda games very often. Um, the next one is uh, Chris Tales, PS5, PS4, Xbox X, uh, S and X, um, Xbox One, Switch, PC, State, everything for the love yeah. of God. Um, <laughs> J- July 20th. I own this one and I am, this is on my list to beat this year. It definitely, it, it could go hand in hand with Chrono Trigger because this they did talk about that this head does have a lot of feel of of you know influences of chrono trigger yeah so um i know mini bt nominated this one for rpg club as well and that was like the one game that got nominated i had to like go look up i was like what is what the hell is this game (laughs) i like the art style to it though yeah i've heard decent things yeah okay so that takes us into july the first major release was on the 27th. Neo, The World Ends With You, the long-awaited sequel. It came to PS4 and Switch. Um, I have not played it yet. However, I love the original game, The World Ends With You. Uh, I think that's my favorite game on the DS. And so I've heard I've heard a lot of good things about this sequel. I've also heard some mixed things. But I'm definitely going to play it, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think after I finish a couple more games on stream, I'm going to make Neo twoey the next big game that i play nice unfortunately it failed to meet square enix sales expectations but that's because which is weird (laughs) yeah they barely marketed it they sent it out to die yeah square enix can suck my nuts i'm just kidding but (laughs) we'll talk about that in a little bit yeah oh uh and then uh next we got near reincarnation uh came to mobile that was on july 28th I really haven't heard anything about this. I don't know anybody that's playing it. Do you? Nope. I forgot it was even a thing. Yeah. So this is a pretty major one. On July 28th, we got the Final Fantasies 1, 2, and 3 pixel remasters. Unfortunately, only on PC and mobile. Uh, I've There was a lot of mixed reactions to this. A lot of people really don't like the art style that they went with. Uh However, I will say, I think Final Fantasy 3 Pixel Remastered, that might be the best way to play FF3 these days. I'm currently playing through the DS for, uh, the DS version, the 3D remake, just because I wanted, you know, that little bit of extra story and visuals. But uh, I think we're definitely going to get, maybe maybe not this year, it might be later this year, I think these things are going to come to console. They better. I mean, seriously, that's they're losing. In, in my opinion, that's just wasting money. 
Yeah. Well, you know what they're doing though is they they just want everybody to double dip. So people, I have people double dipped and triple dipped already. <laughs> yeah, right. Freaking do it and let me do it again. Come on. <laughs> and you know what? I bet they're all going to come as separate releases too. Of course they, they will. Console. Yeah, you can't. You won't be able to buy like the Final Fantasy one through six pixel remaster collection or anything. You might and be able to do be a bundle. Twenty bucks a pop. Yeah, exactly. Alas. Uh, so. Very dirty. Godfall that came to PS4 on August tenth. I don't think I know anything about this game. It it was made by the people that created Borderlands, uh, Gearbox, I think is what it was. Um, pass. Yeah. It really wasn't that good. It was one of the more flashier, or no, not Godfall, I'm sorry. I, I'm thinking something else. Um, I don't know, is that? Well, I, remember, I, don't I don't know much about it. I remember that it was a kind of a major AAA release, and then it came out, and then it just kind of, you never heard about it again. Yeah, no, I think it's just a terrible one, so you, you can pass that. Womp, womp. Move, move on. <laughs> on August 13th, we got Fantasian Part 2, came to Apple Arcade. Kind of already talked about this earlier. Um, I've heard Part 2 changes up the gameplay quite a bit from Part 1. Uh, August 31st, we got Prinny Presents NIS Classics Volume 1. I remember this specifically because it came out right around the same time that Bill and I did the Disgaea review. So it was kind of weird timing there. Um, the printies are characters in the Disgaea games. I but I'd never heard of these two games that came with it. I, I don't either. They're, they're doing, I, I got this one because it was just randomly. I was like, you know what? The box looks cool. Sure, why not? So I picked it up and then it's not bad um, from what I saw. The problem is now they're going to do volume two and I have to buy the volume two because I have volume one. Of course. You can't just buy volume one. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it gets you. On September 8th, the Final Fantasy IV Pixel Remaster came out. Not much else to say about those. On the 10th, we got Tales of Arise that came to PS5, oh. PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. And Rich, you beat this not that long ago, right? Yes, I loved every freaking second of this game. Nice. Um, Corey and I are currently playing through it right now. We're still in the first region, so pretty early on. But uh, I can see why you enjoyed it so much. The art style is really cool. Um, it seems like the story is going somewhere, picking up a little Action's bit. Action's going to pick up. And the battle system like, seems fun from what I've Oh, yeah, the battle system is amazing. Yeah. I've heard this right. was like, like a pretty big success for the Tales series, so hopefully yeah. this will help keep the Tales series on the map going forward. Because they come out with them all the time, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I have to say, this is probably my favorite game of 2021. Yeah. Really? Okay. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I know you really liked it, so... Um, on the 17th, we got Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom Prince Edition on Switch. From everything got I've it. heard, I think people like Nino Kuni 1 better, but that's just hearsay. I like the art style. I kind of want to play it just for the art style. Like I saw a screenshot the other day. I was like, is this in game or is that like a cutscene or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really love it. Uh, on the 23rd, we got Castlevania Advanced Collection PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I've you know, all the all three of the Game Boy Advance Castlevania games, which are apparently pretty dang good. So that was exciting when that was announced. Also on the 23rd, we got ActRaiser Renaissance, PS4, Switch, Mobile, and PC. This was like the remake of ActRaiser that just came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know where. They just, boom. They're like, hey, here's this one. It was a random indie. remake. Yeah, yeah it, wasn't it on the indie, uh, Nintendo Indie World thing? I think that's That was true. like, hey, by the way, yeah, here's this. Um. I've heard it. It's not that good, though, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, also on the 23rd, Delta Rune Chapter 2, PS4 and Switch. 
And then on the 24th, like we mentioned earlier, we got Lost Judgment, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, and Xbox One, which again is uh, the sequel to the Yakuza spinoff, Judgment. And again, I heard that it was not that great. Uh, but what I have heard is surprisingly good, came out on October 26th, is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I that don't know to- why. I, from everything I heard, man, it's it's pretty a pretty fucking good game. <laughs> so, I know, and I'm like, damn it, that means I gotta play it. Yeah. This one's really good. So I've actually added this to my list. I do plan to play this at some point. And you know, at the Game Awards, it won uh, best narrative, I believe. So I'm always here for a good story. Yeah, uh, that came to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Everything. Uh, on the 28th, we got Voice of Cards, the Isle Dragon Roars, coming to PS4, Switch, and PC. That is the card-based game um, by Yoko Taro, the mind behind Nier. So it's weird. Yeah, I watched some gameplay of this on Twitch, other people streaming it, and it looks really, really boring to me. Yeah. But that said, the people that do like it, I've heard that it's a it's a pretty good game if you don't mind the card battle system. I don't know. Just doesn't doesn't speak to me. Yeah. On November fourth, Tales of Luminaria, the mobile Tales game, came out. Didn't you say you tried this or were going to? I did, and uh, it didn't keep my interest. It, and, and to be to be fair though, like mobile gaming for me, um, I love my Switch and I love my Vita and DS and everything else. But playing a game on my phone, it's just I can't do it. I don't know why. Yeah, I understand that. I I gave up Final Fantasy Record Keeper, as you know. <gasps> So, um, shocking. Yeah. It's just been sitting on my home screen for a while. <laughs> uh, on November 9th, blue reflection, second light came to PS4 and switch. And I've, I've never played the first blue reflection game, but I know it has kind of a fan base behind it. To me, it looks like wife, another waifu simulator game. Yeah. Uh, and then the final fantasy five pixel remaster also came out on November 10th. I didn't, I don't really know anybody that's played that one really. Me neither. Uh, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Anniversary Edition came to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, PC, Samsung Toasters, and Mobile Refrigerators on November yeah, 11th. Because <laughs> what else? What else? Every year we get another Skyrim edition of it. The anniversary edition of the anniversary special say, edition. Can't wait for that. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what it is. This company is just like, what do we need to release? Uh, I got nothing else. Just you put out Skyrim. Just do yeah. it again. I saw, you know that meme where it's like the guy has, has like two buttons he can push and he's like sweating, can't decide which one. Yeah. I saw one where it's like Bethesda, uh, do another Skyrim release, make Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> just, but I just don't get it. I yeah. don't understand. Stop it. We got a port of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic on the Switch on November 11th. Uh, so that's, you can go play that. Hello, there is a remake in the works. But yeah, um, we'll let Rich, Rich take us out through the end of the year here. All right, so we had Shin Megami Tensei Five on the on Switch, November twelfth. Um, I hear that's a very good game, like we talked about earlier. Uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl on the Switch, November nineteenth. Um, those are remakes of the Diamond and Pearl from the DS version. Three. What are your thoughts on this, Scott? Yeah, you didn't like it. So I said I was uh, I said a lot of negative shit about this game before it came out that it looked like trash. Now I'm well into it. I think I'm working on getting my fourth badge, and I do not retract my statement. <laughs> I, I think it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's bad, man. It's so boring, and I hate the art style. Um, 
I mean, maybe, maybe just like the old school Pokemon aren't for me, but like playing this now after having finished Sword and Shield, I'm like, maybe Sword and Shield needed should have got a little more credit than it did with all the presentation <laughs> values that was put into it. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to finish it, though. Got to catch catch them all, you know? Yeah, definitely. So the next one is Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker DLC. Came out uh, in PS5, PS4, PC December 7th, and then caused servers to just crash in long queue times. I'm talking like two to 3,000 deep of queue times trying to get in this thing. It's so freaking popular that uh, it's they're giving away free service right now because people can't get in. Yep. And so, they've stopped se- selling the game too. I know they did that yeah, a couple so months I ago as played. well, but like they even since. stopped trying to like uh, prevent sales of the physical version. Like they yeah. don't sell our, this game, <laughs> which is yeah, just so, crazy. Never had that happen before. So I crazy. heard that the Endwalker is really good though itself for the yeah. people that have uh, finished it. Like if you've played it all the way through from you know a Realm Reborn to now, it's that's the conclusion to the story. I even heard one person say it was the best example of video game storytelling they've ever seen that seems a little hyperbolic to me but i could see how it could be really special to some people yeah all right so rune factory 4 special ps4 xbox s xbox one pc december 7th not really sure about that to be honest i don't have anything to say about that never played one uh like it was announced 20 years ago though yeah (laughs) i think the uh rune factory 5 is supposed to come out sometime next year this year i can't remember yeah. Um, Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX Switch Mobile PC December 9th. I know that was sure. a, a lot of people have some nostalgia for those original Monster Rancher games. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Integrate PS or PC December 16th. So those came on Epic Play Store. Yep. So you can play the game sure. on PC now. And uh, I'm sure that many other games that were like, for example, Triangle Strategy, I'm sure that's eventually going to come to PC too, just like Octopath yeah. Traveler did. Exactly. And then many other indie games that didn't get the immediate attention that they deserved. Womp womp. Including yeah. from us, since we didn't list it here. <laughs> that's right. Sorry about that, guys. So that's everything that came out in 2021. Uh, RPG-wise of note, in our opinions anyway, it was a pretty dang good year for RPGs, I would say. Yeah, I agree. And you said Tales of Arise was your favorite one, right? Yes. Uh, All let's see. day. I think for me, my favorite RPG of the year i'm just scrolling down the list here i don't know there wasn't a whole i guess it would have to be the remake seven remake which is weird because it's that's technically not a game that came out this year i guess i haven't really played a whole lot of rpgs that were specific specifically released this year another bad example of me being a bad rpg host so that's awesome but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to cover some of the news stories that came out during 2021 and take a look ahead to what's coming out in 2022. So stick with us. Hey, folks. My name is Brett, and I'm one of the hosts of Skeleton House, an audio-only Let's Play podcast where my two friends, Jess... What is happening? Oh, my God! ...and Steve... Even he looks spooked. Play through video games, and I edit them, add context, and act as your eyeballs. Also, we have a cat. Come check us out at skeletonhouse.budsprout.com, or look up Skeleton House on your favorite podcast app. Or your least favorite podcast app. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. Alright, we're back from the break, and we thought it was important uh, to cover a few of like, the, the biggest news stories that happened in 2021. We only got like a small handful here in the interest of time. But uh, I think it's important to talk about some of this. So uh, why don't you kick us off, Rich? 
Yo, this is Corey with The World Is My Burrito podcast, aka Twimby, a personal project where I educate my listeners as I dive into various pop culture topics that alter the world around them, yet somehow fell to the wayside. Do you know who almost single-handedly created the manga industry of today? Which major world event changed the horror film industry as a whole? How did comics affect the world's perception of nuclear energy? Journey with me to learn some random stuff. Yeah, so obviously some of the biggest things in 2021 um, regarding development history, development issues, um, basically lying to you know the public about certain things is cyber Cyberpunk 2077. It's still continuously getting lawsuits regarding uh, false advertisement, marketing, um, shady practices by the upper management, uh, delaying games or releasing games early without actually being finished. Uh, Console con issues that it causes, things like that. So that's a that's a big deal still. When did uh, Cyberpunk actually come out? I, it wasn't this year, was it? I think it was twenty twenty. Okay, I thought so too. And we still, I felt like every time we covered news, there was like a seventy five percent chance there was going to be some kind of cyberpunk story in there. <laughs> it was now, uh, the news story the that kept on things, giving. Yes, and and highlighted things. You know, recently they've been talking about um, new patches coming out. Uh, fix for the games, those kind of things. So the company is taking uh, time to actually, you know, make it make it better and you know give back to their community um, that did love their games like The Witcher and stuff like that. But um, I think that's caused them to push back the new Witcher game and you know put more focus on to the Cyberpunk 2077 stuff. Uh, incidentally enough, you don't hear anything out of Keanu Reeves about it. Keanu Reeves, I think, is just like I'm out. See ya. He's doing. I got my money. Now. He's he's, yeah, he's back on the Matrix train. Yeah. I hear that um, was terrible. I know the lawsuit just got settled like halfway through December or something like that. But it's like all yeah. the people that were co-filed with it only got like some cents, like a dollar or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, just don't buy the game. Return the game, wait for it to get better and go on. Like people ask me recommendations for it. I'm like, first question, do you have a PS4 base model? Yeah. You should not play this game. <laughs> you Please need don't. to wait. Yeah. Um, second, you know, just give it time. It will correct itself. Hopefully I, I do like the commitment that they have placed on themselves to create something more out of it and fix all the issues with it. Because they know that it was such a big deal and people did really hype on it. Uh, but it also shows that, you know, companies should not oversell themselves yeah. because that's what they did. They oversold it and it came out and it was just a big pile of poop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so, how it goes. So stop that companies. So yeah, the next thing that we want to talk about is the Final Fantasy 16 news gets pushed back until 2022. Uh, this is kind of the last part of the year news that we had just gotten. Um, we were promised earlier in the year that we would see Final Fantasy 16 news by, um, oh crap, who is that person that's in charge of that? Is uh, it Yoshi P. Yoshi P. Uh, Yoshi P talked about that we were going to find out news about it. You know, we we're going to get some more information. Um, however, in a, in a letter to the community that they stated that COVID really delayed some of the things they've got uh, going for it. So they're, they're letting us know that they will give us information in 2022. Um, I love that that Square Enix knows that Final Fantasy, or at least the, the, the people involved with the project, know how much these games are beloved. So they want to do them right and actually give people right information about it. Um, what's funny is there's people's like, well, I mean, they did give us information in 2021, just wasn't the information we wanted. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, though, the, the 
a lot of it's done. A lot of the game is done already. They just putting finishing touches. Um, a lot of voice acting is getting finalized. Um, a few scenarios are being fleshed out, but I hear it's almost done. I kind of got in trouble in the Discord a little bit because I when I they did this letter came out, I was like, I'm kind of getting tired of these companies using COVID as an excuse because I feel like we we're too we're about to enter year three of this pandemic. We've done it before. It's not going away. How can you not have mm-hmm. the capability to be able to get the work done remotely? Correct. I and I, I'm with you on that one. Like I see it on the business side of stuff. Like I understand if you know, COVID made it very pivotal for a lot of companies and you know, state offices and, and federal and everybody's going, you know what? Do we really need a physical location? Do we need to have people go to a location and, and do stuff? We have the technology now that you don't have to do that on some jobs. Now, obviously, you can't be a, a server or a waitress or certain you can't be, you know, medical staff or something virtually. I mean, you can in a sense, but you know, let's be real. Um, some of these companies like, like Square Enix, you can't. You, you can be a virtual presence. The company makes so much money that they can send their employees the necessary equipment to do their job and said, so, you know what? You'll be virtual. This is how this will work. You know, everybody has the capability for it. It's just, are they willing to spend the money to make it happen? Plus, wasn't there an article earlier this year where Square like introduced the option for employees that want to to be able to remote work as yeah. much as they want so yeah, they did i think that was last year okay. so and i understand that there is a lot of there's a lot of growing pains with that there's mm-hmm. a lot of issues of like trying to uh, that's a big cl- complex network system that they've got to put into place they got to put securities they've got to do a bunch of other things it does cost a lot of money up front however in the long run of things it they could reap the benefits of it less sick time used less people taking vacations, you know, they're more inclined to, to get better products. I mean, we all know that the development, that developers spend a shit ton of time on their games with like long hours. There's yeah. something that's come to light about it. Think about if they were able to do that from home. Right. They wouldn't feel like, you know, such burnout, mm-hmm. but I we are not part of that decision. I do not miss process. going to the office at all. Zero percent. Negative percent. I still go to the office. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have to go to the office. Yeah. I have to do those things. That's right. just my job is I do, I do things in person. Um, some jobs can't be done that way. Um, but yeah, some jobs like like yours can be done virtually. Yeah. I mean, that's good. It, it you Think of this way. A lot of the waste that we have in offices that are being not used or utilized, mm-hmm. um, take state government, for example. Uh, they have a lot of buildings that they you know don't need yeah. anymore. So. Yeah, that's just that's just my take on that COVID deal. Eventually, like you said, Scott, we just gotta make your make the change or not. Just pick pick a pick something. Yeah, and so, it's like you said, the, there are definitely many industries that uh, can't just can't be done remotely. Yeah, but I don't think game development is one of them. So. No, that should have been honestly in the last like ten years, that should have been something that was like, okay, you need to come to the office once a week to do a meeting. Like whatever, you know, mm-hmm. let's get a big meeting together. You know, everybody presents some things, but go home, work on your projects. Yeah. That should have been something done a long time ago. But anyway, hopefully we'll hear more about 16 sooner rather than later. But uh, speaking of yeah. crazy practices from Square Enix. Oh, for the love of God. Okay. So this came out like a couple of weeks ago and the internet just torched 
the Square Enix CEO for this. At least the gaming community did. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you know about NFTs? I know it stands for no fucking thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's exact. It's digital art uh, or some kind. As far as I understand, like now I am not an expert on this stuff. I don't know a lot about this stuff. I just if, if we have listeners out there that want to correct me on it, please do, because I just don't understand it completely. But from my understanding, it is a non-fungible trans tradable thing or something. Why don't you look up NFT, what it means real quick while I explain this, Scott? Non-fungible token is what it actually token. stands for. Okay. Okay. It's a piece of art. And I wish Jay was here for this because I think he would probably be able to explain it way better uh, than, than me. I'm not going to. I can explain it. Uh, but I don't want to because it is very complicated and it won't make sense even yeah. if I do explain exactly what it is. Um, what okay. I hate about it, not to get all political, I hate like it's it's the main reason we have this chip shortage and the supply chain shortages has been been going on for well over a year now because people are spending all of our technology and resources farming these things, the NFTs, uh, you know, fake freaking stupid. Yeah. And also, it's single-handedly reducing any kind of impact that we have on the environment. Like we're, take, we're we're going backwards at this point because of the the fucking NFTs, one of the biggest contributors to environmental uh, hazards and pollution. Yeah. Um, so, and and a lot of people, the community itself is just like you know, Square Enix talked about you know, let's put these in our in our blockchain, like some game evolutions, and you know how we go about our games, whatnot. I don't I don't give two shits about that. Make a freaking game. and actually make a story i don't i don't care about that go back to your roots you need to be removed as a ceo about that you've forgotten exactly the letter said something like people don't want nfts in their games because game people uh people that play games play games for fun but we think people can adapt to playing it for other causes it's like oh my god are you kidding me no it was not playing a video game Mm. yeah that guy needs to be removed from ceo at some point because And this is something that I've talked about before in the past is that we are losing these big companies that take over the smaller studios and whatnot, which is why it makes some people nervous whenever Sony or or Microsoft and whatnot buys a small studio. It makes me nervous that they're losing the reason why we play video games. Yeah. To To tell a story, to show off art, to do things, not to just rake our wallets out. Mm hmm. So. I could talk about this for a lot longer, but yeah, in the interest of time and also not to ruffle feathers of some people that I'm sure are pro NFT, we'll uh, move on. Sure. Although, you, but the next story is also kind of a big downer. Yeah, <laughs> we talk you, about this up. a lot. Um, Activision Blizzard, the the scandal, the sexual harassment scandal. You know, a bunch of the managers and CEOs, you know, doing cube party crawls where they go around to all the female employees cubes and just sexually harass them take turns uh hotels where they harassed the female employees uh, there was a class action lawsuit by the state of california against activision blizzard um, multiple of the higher ups including the ceo ceo were involved um it's just a big mess on in this podcast we've decided to stop um covering activision blizzard games which is a big deal because I mean some, they are responsible for some major RPG series. Yeah. Um, this story is still evolving. I feel like there's something new with it every week. Hopefully they'll eventually get Bobby Kotick removed. Uh, but uh, fuck Activision Blizzard for the time being. Correct. Yeah. It's that's such a terrible thing to do to to employees to do you know to the community. I mean there was suicides involved. There was just it was disgusting uh to see that kind of behavior out of that it honestly 
it it shows that it's a frat boy type of environment. Like everybody knows what happens in fraternity houses and whatnot. There are some fraternity houses, let's kind of put it there. There are fraternity houses that are not like that. We're not saying those guys. There's the ones that are just like the bros. It's like the stereotypical and, ones you, you see in movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's that they're, you know, I, I don't think that they should have, I, I think a lot of those people should have been fired on the spot. Like, oh, yeah. Investigative, like, okay, this is what happened. Did you, were, were you involved with this? Yeah, I was, but I learned from it. No, you're out. Sorry. <laughs> like, that's, that's something that's very inexcusable, in, in my opinion. Yeah, they like, need there to are, redo, go like redo their management from ground up. And unfortunately, yeah. I don't think that's ever going to happen. No, there's too much involved. I mean, we, we were kind of looking for uh, the game awards as well. Ben, or what's his name? Keasley or whatever his Jeff name. Jeff Keeley. Yeah. Jeff Keeley. You know, if we would have, I like the message that he put out at the very beginning of the show. It was like, you know, if this, you know, we support toxic behavior and blah, blah, blah. I wish they'd have called him out. A, yeah. lot of, a lot more and said you know what this this company did this we demand reform it in some fashion it's not courage to talk about it you got to name names uh, yeah so unfortunately you know bobby kotick is on the board of advisory for the game awards and so it's just like a you know money talks and money ties it, hands so sadly it, it does so i mean maybe if we you know if uh, enough people in the gaming community stop buying their games stop dealing with them just you know all around stop that eventually it, it could hurt them in the long run i mean like bungie for example bungie stopped working with activision yeah. uh, during their destiny stuff they were destiny 2 for a little bit and then they backtracked and they took off mm -hmm. uh, so there there has to be some reason why certain game companies separate themselves from activision and that's probably why and look we're not trying to so, virtue signal we're not telling you to no. you know you don't have to play you don't have to not buy, you know, Activision Blizzard, Blizzard games. Just everybody gets to make their own decision. This is ours. Correct. Yeah, we just we feel that's not appropriate for a company that does these things, um, and you know that we're a big part of our lives mm -hmm. growing up. So you know, to, to to hear that come out of that, that's not okay. So, but yep. that's all. Like Scott said, that's all you. If you guys want to play those games, that's that's perfectly your opinion. That's that's you. We we support your what you want to do. Just we don't support them. Sorry. Right. Uh, speaking of NFTs and causing chip shortages, you still can't get a PS5. <laughs> uh, no, you can't. The, uh, so this is, uh, I think it is starting to get slightly easier to get one. I know a few people who finally managed to snag one just recently. Uh, but you still got to stay on top of it. You still got to be there as soon as they drop. Uh, you know, Xbox Series X are also still hard to find. I'm going to get one if I can ever find one. I'm not trying super hard, but I want one. Um, but yeah, so hopefully that will get easier, although I've heard reports and rumors not to expect it to because the chip shortages are continuing. Yeah, I mean, I've got I, I got my PS5, I've got my Switch OLED, and I do have a Series S. Yeah, I got me a Series S because that was in the wild. Series S is still use the old chip systems. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's not as hard to find those. Um, however, um, X's you and I were hashtag be... blessed by being able to get the PS5. Oh God, yeah, we were so lucky quickly. on that part. It yeah. was it was just a luck of the draw, kind of like, hey, these are going on pre-order. Go, like, okay, yeah. So take my <laughs> money. Um, but I, I I do love the community that I've seen over the last year and a half since the PS5 was released. Uh, there was consistent like, hey, PS5s are on sale here. Go over here. Like a lot of people were trying to help each other mm -hmm. get a PS5. Now, on the flip side of that. If you're a scalper listening to our, this show and you bought a PS5 just for the money, you go to hell. 
Yeah. Because that numbers. is not cool. Mm-hmm. That is not cool at all. Um, uh, and on humanity. the positives, yeah, on the positive side of things is Shaq. I don't know if you saw the story. Um, bought a thousand PS5s. He got to hook up a thousand PS5s and a thousand switches and donated them to children in need. Oh, I didn't know that story actually. So that was just last couple of weeks or so during Christmas. So hmm. um, that's good. Like I'm okay with using your power to that extent. I mean, people are like, okay, who does he have the hookup with to get a thousand PS5s? Yeah, it, it's Shaq. He's got a hookup, of course. But what he did with it was he gave it to children in need. That was that's amazing. Yeah, so for sure. Good job. Good, for, good, good job, Shaq. Then uh, the Switch OLED also came out. I know that was a big disappointment for a lot of people because I think we we were almost sure we were getting some kind of Switch Pro this yeah. year. My running theory is that Nintendo more or less had it ready, but then the chip shortages they decided to hold off. That's just a theory. Um, I actually bought a Switch OLED a few weeks ago, and I resisted it for a long time because I was like, I I never really play in handheld. But here in just the last few months, I have been playing handheld a lot more. Um, So I went ahead and got it, and I will say I don't regret it. It looks, I can't believe how much better it looks. Just just a different type (laughs) of screen. So cool. Yeah. I got it when it first launched. It was it was good. Um, I just your story about how you had it cracks me up. Is that you had it in a box sitting somewhere for like a week or so? Oh yeah, so I ordered <laughs> it around there. Christmas, and I just had all of Corey's Christmas presents stacked in a, a corner at one point, and I, I started being like, "Man, I feel like it's been for." I, I should have got the OLED by now, and so I didn't actually find it until I went to start wrapping his gifts, and I was like, "Oh, uh, so I've had it this whole time." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That Alas. cracks me up. But it's uh, good. It's a good thing. If you played handheld mode all the time, go for it. If you have the opportunity, get it. Yeah, it's so. really it's it's such an improvement. IMO for handheld players. Uh, another major story that happened. Uh, so there were several giant leaks from the NVIDIA GeForce uh, that listed a lot of potential games and remakes, and a lot of them have come true. So I'm thinking, I believe this leak is correct. A lot of the games may have just been ideas. So, you know, don't take for gospel just because you see this game. Doesn't mean it's actually happening. But I'm running down a list here. Half-Life 2 Remastered. Demon's Souls was confirmed or was on this league, as well as Ghost of Tsushima. God of War. Gran Turismo 7. You know, all of that ended up coming true. Helldivers 2. Horizon Forbidden West. Ratchet and Clank. Returnal. Sackboy Big Adventure. Uncharted. Legacy of Thieves Collection. Mm-hmm. Um, Chrono Cross Remaster, which still hasn't been confirmed, but I I still think it's coming. I think it is too, based on that Eden Cross game that it just did. Yeah, Final Fantasy IX remake, Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster, Kingdom Hearts Four, uh, Tomb Raider 25th Anniversary game. Uh, we got Bioshock 2022, Bioshock RTX Remaster, XCOM Three, Endless Legend Two, Judgment, of course, and Shin Megami Tensei Five ended up being true. Total War 9, Mirror's Edge Remaster, uh, Batman Arkham Knight Remaster, Injustice 3, Mortal Kombat 12. Shit, I didn't realize how much is really on here. Dragon's <laughs> Dogma 2, Monster Hunter 6, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Street Fighter 6, Gears of War 6, Halo 5, Tekken 8, Metal Halo Gear Solid 2 out. and 3 HD, which I already thought we had those. So, uh, Crash Team Racing, Natural Refueled, Crisis 4, Earth Defense Force 6, Metro Next, The Talos Principle 2, Time Splitters 2 Remaster, Titan Quest 2, and Wreckfest sequels. So, like I said, just because it's on this list doesn't mean it's confirmed or coming anytime soon. 
because it could have just been an idea or like a plan at some point. But, but a lot of them are true. Yeah. So this leak is legit. It's just a matter of like when the information was leaked, how accurate it was at the time. Really crazy. But that was a huge leak and it, it gave us a lot, a lot to be excited for. So I hope it is true. And then our final story, uh, Bethesda was purchased by Xbox, Microsoft. So Microsoft now owns Bethesda. They own Elder Scrolls. Um, and a lot of people were upset about this because a lot of people prefer their, to play their Bethesda games on PlayStation or wherever else. Uh, I think there was, a, I can't remember what it was, but there was a game just recently released that in the devs of the game at Bethesda were like, sorry, we know it's really frustrating that you can't play this on PlayStation. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Was it that Starfield start? There's yeah. Yeah, that's right. Starfield. Yeah, it, it looks interesting. I'll probably play it on my Xbox. So, but I, I love there's a lot of people out there response to that is like, well, go buy an Xbox. Yeah, it's like okay, they're not this. It, it's not expensive, expensive to buy a console, but you know, they're hard to find. This is so, how it works, people. Yeah, might as well just get on board with it. Yeah. So. Uh. So there's a lot of other stories we didn't talk about here. Like a lot happened this year, but in the interest of time, like I said, and we just felt like th those were some things we really wanted to touch on, like just the biggest stories across the year. Yeah. With now, some highs and some lows. That was 2021 uh, for RPGs. Big, big, big year. But uh, 2022 is shaping up to be something else. Yeah. So I pulled together a list here of some of the biggest RPG releases that we know about that are coming in 2022. We don't have a lot of confirmed dates for many of them, but we do have some. So what do we got here, Rich? Man, this list is huge. Okay. So coming up here pretty pretty quick is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, that is June 28th, and I'll probably pick that up. I'm definitely um, going to pick it up. Edge I'm, I'm excited about it. <laughs> um, Edge of Eternity, PS5, PS4, Xbox X, Xbox One, uh, February 10th. I actually have this. Um, on my PC, it does have an interesting take on it. I'm, you can also stream it or do the cloud version of it on uh, the Switch, by the way. So I may try it on the Switch to do that, but you have to be on the internet the entire time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that one looks kind of interesting. I don't really know um, anything about it, to be honest. It's a game that's made over in Europe, I think, if hmm. I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, Edge of Eternity, PS, uh, or Horizon Forbidden West, PS4, PS5. February 18th. So that's a big one. That's the follow-up to the Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, Aloy is the main character. So that's yeah. going to be awesome. Horizon so, or Zero Dawn was so good. I'm very excited for Forbidden West. That's uh, probably my biggest uh, hyped game of this year so far that we actually have a date for anyway. Yeah. Can't wait. So Elden Ring is PS5, PS4, Xbox S, Xbox One, PC for February 25th. Um, if you don't know what this game's about, just imagine if uh, Dark Souls and Lord of the Ring had a baby, and that baby was this. I watched some of the gameplay footage of it, and it looked pretty cool to me. Like uh, it's a yeah. Dark Souls game, so I'll probably skip it. But it's yeah, looking, me it, too. Looks like it's shaping up to be uh, pretty pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see. Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster PC Mobile February ish. We'll see. We don't have an exact date. We just know February. Um, I know a lot of people are excited about this one in particular. You know, Final Fantasy VI is a beloved classic. Everybody always hypes that game. And uh, it looks like from what I've seen so far, they're actually touching up some parts of the, the game's visuals. Like yeah. the uh, the opera scene is now kind of in that HD 
2D, 2.5D style, like Octopath. Nice. It'll be interesting seeing cool. what they do with it. Yeah. Uh, Triangle Strategy, which I still love that name. It's just like Square Enix said, yeah, sure, why not? We'll just keep that demo name. They dropped the project uh, from the, the name. Yeah. So March 4th, um, that's something I'll pick up. We'll, we'll see what it looks like. Yeah, uh, I, I know you tried it as well. Yeah, I played the demo and it was really good. And then we also got that article about all the improvements they've made since the demo. So, yep. uh, Disa in the chat says Triangle Strategy. She's going to have a gaming weekend playing that with her sister. That sounds like a lot That's of fun. That's awesome. I think it's going to be good. And I think yes. Corey's going to like this one too because it has voice acting. It's very pretty. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. Uh, the next one is something that me and Scott are just still kind of eh about. Um, Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin is PS5, PS4, Xbox X. An S, Xbox One, PC, March 18th. Um, I don't know about this one, to be honest. I just don't understand. We've talked about it a lot. Um, yeah. I, it still hasn't sold me, really, but I know a lot of people in the Discord are really excited for it. And now Best Buy has a Steelbook edition, so I'm like, oh, do I want it? <laughs> <laughs> you you are going to buy it. You maybe. know that. If it gets good reviews, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. So uh, Rune Factory 5, that's on the Switch, March 22nd uh, in North America and March 25th in Europe. Sure. I know some people are excited about that. Not me. Yep. But. Um, Vampire, The Masquerade, Swan, Swan Song. I don't know anything about this. PS5, PS4, Xbox S, Xbox X, Switch, PC, May 19th. I don't know anything about that at all. I've seen some people play it before, and I don't. I don't it's not really my thing, but I know a lot of people are really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, for Spoken, I am very curious about this one. I'm more curious about, curious about this game than I am about the uh, Stranger of Paradise. I think this was going to be really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the game is good. The last trailer I saw had me side-eyeing it a little bit, but before that I was really hyped for the game. So I, I, hope, I hope it's super good because I, I do want to play it and uh, I want to enjoy the hell out of it. It looks cool. Yeah. And that's coming out May 24th. Yes. Um, now, this is, again, we just talked about Starfield, which is Xbox S, Xbox One, PC, November 11th. So this is that one game that people are like, oh, my God, it's so exciting. And then they find out that it's a Xbox's only game. They're just kind of like, oh, shit. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's that's the ones that we've got confirmed. Yeah, I don't really know a lot about Starfield. People are excited about it, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. I'm not sure. All right, so now we have a list of games that we know of that are supposed to come out in 2022, but we don't have dates for them. So surprisingly, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp on the Switch. That's This is the remake of the first two Advance Wars games. Uh, that's coming out. I know it got delayed, so I'm surprised we don't have a date on that one. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is coming, the next-gen version, PS5 and Xbox Series. That's coming out Pass. at some point. Hopefully, I mean, maybe this will finally be the version that works. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Digimon Survive, the game that we've been talking about for years, keeps getting I've had that pre-ordered for yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. We got Echoes of Mana coming to mobile. I don't know what that is other than uh, a mobile Mana game. We're supposed to get Auden Chronicle Rising on PS5, Xbox Series, Nintendo, and PC. That is the um, the prequel setup game for the kickstarted Auden Chronicle, which is supposed to be like a inspired by what was it? Like a, the saga series? No, Sweet Code. So. Sweet Code. Yep. Um so that's that should be interesting seeing how that turns out. Hopefully it's good. 
Gotham Knights coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, I don't really know much about that. Do you? Nope. Yeah. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, PS5, PS4, and PC. Ho- <coughs> Excuse me. Hogwarts Legacy coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. I will pick that up, probably used, so J.K. Rowling doesn't get my money. There we uh, go. But I am excited about that. I hope that's good. Uh, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks a Hope coming to Switch this year. This is the sequel to the first Mario Plus Rabbids, which was surprisingly way better than it had any right to be, IMO. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that one. I hope it's just as good. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns is coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and uh, Switch and PC. I know we talked about this when it got announced, but I'm not uh, hyped for this just yet. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Metal Slug Tactics coming to Switch and PC, the game that nobody expected. Uh, Metal Max Xeno Reborn. That's uh, coming to PS4, Switch, and PC. I don't know anything about this game. I just thought throw it in here since I, um, Bill is currently playing Metal Max Returns for the Golden Years list. Yeah, I have no clue what this is. Yeah. I'm surprised that this, the series is still ongoing. We got the Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak expansion coming to Switch and PC. I know a lot of people are excited about that. We mentioned Prinny Presents NIS Classics Volume 2 earlier. Uh, <laughs> I'll yeah. buy it. Sea of Stars coming to Switch and PC. I'll buy this one too. Really? Oh, yeah. It looks good. Are you excited? I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen this. So I don't know what it is. Yeah. I think we talked about it before. I think like, we talked about it at the beginning of the year last year. Oh, maybe we It's going to look good. Yeah, we'll okay. see. Shining Force Heroes of Light and Darkness coming to mobile, the first Shining Force game in many years, and it's mobile, so that's kind of unfortunate. Um, then we got Star Ocean, The Divine Force. Yes. PS5, PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC. Looks like a, a Xenoblade ripoff. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure it'll be good. That it was their Star first. Game. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are excited about that. We got The Legend of Heroes, Trails from Zero. Coming to PS4, Switch, and PC. I think that's a prequel to the, rig- the the series, so I will be getting that. So many Trails games. I know. Uh, we should be getting a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel finally this year. If that comes out this year, that'll probably be my most hyped game. It's Pass. not confirmed yet, though, I don't think. Pass. Yeah. And then finally, we're getting the next-gen version of Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, coming to PS5, Xbox Series, and PC at some point which I'm glad I have never bought that yet. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's talk about the RPGs that are, might release in 2022. So we don't know too much about this yet. That's just some things that I've talked about. Um, Dragon Quest 3 HD 2D remake. That was talked about, what, last year? Mm-hmm. I think. It looks really good, but we don't even know for sure that it's coming this year. Yeah. I know Disa is very excited to play that uh, whenever it does come out. It looks really good. I mean, maybe even I'll play it just to get a Dragon Quest game under the belt. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Treasures. I have no idea what the hell this is. Yep, neither. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, PS5. For the love of God, make this happen. That's not coming I, this I, year. I, I need it. I need to know. I need to know the story. I wish um, it would. But... I mean, I know the story, but I need to know what this new story is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy XVI. Yes, please give me this one. I think uh, that's much more likely. Do you remember uh, earlier this year we were speculating about 16 when it got announced? And we were like, maybe it, there's a chance it could come out this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how young and, and foolish we were. We were we were very naive. But 
but I was very hopeful that did Square Enix like, well, maybe we learned a lesson about 15 where we don't talk about it as, as early. Cause they said the was development was like basically done at, at one point. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> disappointing. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Now this is kind of weird. Uh, Kingdom Hearts series. This was announced whenever Sora was allowed, was talked about in mm-hmm. smash. Yep. And everybody so, lost their freaking mind, but it's all cloud um, gaming version. This is the thing. Yeah. Which yeah, we'll crazy. See. I know Kingdom Hearts 3 can't run on the Switch, but the, uh, none of the others should be a problem. It's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts series, Switch. Kingdom Hearts 2.8, Switch. Kingdom Hearts 3 plus Remind, Switch. Um, so those are all cloud-based versions uh, that we haven't talked about or they haven't announced yet. Of How can it not be confirmed happen? from this year? They're just, I don't know. They're just putting it on the cloud. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Project Eve, which is PS5, PS4, Xbox One. Is this a Parasite Eve game? I wish it was. <laughs> is it no it's not oh. uh, I, the trailer misled me and made me think that it was because they called the main character eve and then they called the mar- the the par- the monsters parasites so it's like no oh. <laughs> but it looks what cool if, what if it is what if it is what if it also shows up as parasite e4 or whatever and you're gonna shit your pants i Abrea just steps off from off screen and i lose my mind yep <laughs> I, don't, be awesome. I don't think it is but it does look good it looks like kind of a bayonet ish game <laughs> um sports story switch i don't know anything about this it's by the guy what that is made, sports uh, golf story which is like a ah. an rpg but with golf um apparently it's supposed to be really good sports. and i know people are excited for sports story but i think it's just being made by one guy so <laughs> that's why it's not yeah. confirmed for this year yeah we'll see Whew. but that's all that we know about that might be coming out in 2022 <laughs> maybe yeah so i think 2022 is shaping up to be a year to remember for RPGs. We got some major releases in here coming up. I'm excited. Yeah. But um, I guess that's it. We've covered 2021. We got 2022 to look forward to. So I guess we're ready to move on to the outro. Let's do it. So, uh, we had a great year on this show. Thank you, everybody, for supporting us all throughout 2021. We love you guys. We super, super appreciate it. We got some great games this year. Had some good times, some good funs. A few more RPG clubs under the belt. And I know 2022 is going to be an even better year for the show. So, what are we doing next week, Rich? Well, I feel like next week we should be doing uh, a little bit of news, uh, some catch-up. And we'll talk about whatever we want to talk about. Yep. We, it's been a while since we had a regular episode, so we, we're just going to, you know, get back to the grind. Yes. RPG Club, one more reminder. The current game is Chrono Trigger. It's kicked off as of this recording. The first checkpoint is to reach the end of time, and that's due by Sunday, January 23rd. Yes. Good times. Uh, as far as our plugs go, 
uh, please rate and review us. Listen up. I know anybody that's, that kind of dozes off during this outro, this is important. Spotify now has a new review system. It's no text. It's purely star-based. It's really easy. You just got to go on there. Give us five stars. Um, it will help the show and its visibility. So easy to do, and it would help us so much. We would really, really appreciate it. Yes, please. Also, do. tell your friends. I know you got some friends that don't listen to this podcast that like RPGs. Spread the word. We'd appreciate yes. it. Spread that word for the Patreon and our show. And the major thing that we do is the RPG Club. But speaking of Patreon, Patreon is a way that you can support the show. Um, you can get early episode access, ad free episodes, aftercast. Um, extra reviews, RPG Club, which is the main thing that we're doing here on the show that's amazing, um, and many, many more things that we will be doing. You can find that at patreon.com forward slash RPG after years. Yep. Um, and we, we also got a new benefit where we're doing the uh, anime commentaries. Bill and I released the first one of the Final Fantasy V, Legend of the Crystal. Of course, we put that out to everybody as a sample, but we'll be doing more of those in the coming weeks. Uh, speaking of streaming, on Twitch, we stream usually every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. That's, uh, hang on, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. That's 3 p.m. for you, Disa, in Nor- yeah. over there in Norway. <laughs> uh, you can find us at twitch.tv slash RPG After Years. And then I also stream on Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash the underscore Scott underscore spot. You can email us, reach out to us personally. Uh, at our email account, rpgafteryears at gmail.com. <laughs> yes, please email us with any issues you may have. Sorry. Uh, Discord, you can find the link at the show on the uh, pinned tweet or on Twitter. Uh, definitely come join us with the conversations we have. We have a lot of great people in that community that uh, talk. We have all sorts of different opinions on different games and RPGs. Um, and sometimes we just talk about random stuff. So it's a good time. Bill's there. He's a he's a great addition. I give him crap, but he's he's in there. And Scott rolls his eyes. <laughs> is he? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. He. I guess he is. But yeah, uh, come join us. It's a great time. Yep. And speaking of, if you another way to reach out to us, uh, you can reach us on Twitter. The show can be found at RPG Years. If you want to reach out to me personally, I'm at the Scott Spot with no underscores. Uh, you can find me at Hailblue one five six nine. Uh, speaking of Twitter, a couple things that we will be doing out throughout the year is uh, different contests on Twitter uh, throughout the year. Uh, last winner that we just have is Rob S at uh, at Aerobi Art for a twenty five dollar eShop card. So congrats again to the winner for that. Um, so that's something we're going to do throughout the year. Something that I think can help us grow and give back to the community. Absolutely. Uh, but that's going to be it for episode 94. Again, we had an amazing year with you guys, uh, despite all the, uh, the the horrors going on in real life. We had a good RPG each year <laughs> with, yeah. with this, everybody. And we hope that continues into 2022. But I guess that's it. We'll see everyone next week on the show. Until then, I'm Scott. And I'm Rich. Have a good year, everybody. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye.
Podcast, your source for offbeat news. Marauding monkeys bring fear to historic Indian tourist haven. These monkeys have gotten aggressive. Anytime you hold a package in their hand, they'll come up and they'll snatch it from you. Like gang members. Like, take your chain. Oh my god. Hot takes on sports? Drew Brees is a legend. How dare you? He is, but he's done. No, he's not. You pardoned him. He's coming back. (laughs) He wants to pardon Drew Brees. I want to throw him in prison. And deep dives into the paranormal. The uh, Loveland Frogman. At approximately 3.30 a.m., an unnamed businessman, uh, the most credible witness maybe you can find. <laughs> unnamed businessman. <laughs> I was just doing business when I saw a frogman. Join us every Monday and let's talk some bullshit. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcasting apps. <laughs>